0: Wow. Hurricane Ian. Take a look at this. This is uh, Fort Myers, Florida, just a little while ago. Bad stuff. This is Naples, Florida. Wow. Fire department. Uh, Marco Island. Beautiful Marco Island. All right. But the people there. Well, we don't know yet. The storm is still unfolding as we speak. Fingers crossed that this is not going to be, well, it does look very, very bad. I'd like to bring in Congressman Byron Donalds, Republican of Florida. He represents uh, so many of these communities that are affected. uh, Cape Coral, Fort Myers, Naples, Marco Island. Congressman, welcome back. How is your district doing right now?
1: Uh, First, thanks for having me on. Uh, To be blunt, my my district is really suffering right now. Um, As the pictures have shown you, we have massive flooding throughout basically every segment of the district, that's along the coastal region. Um, we really haven't even had an opportunity to do any real damage assessments because this storm uh, basically took its time moving through Southwest Florida, and so those assessments looks like they look like they're going to start tomorrow. Uh, but the biggest thing is that we just wanted to make sure that people who were told to evacuate got out. Um, the other thing we're after to figure out is uh, you know. Uh, some rescue options for people who chose to hunker down because we're not quite sure uh, what's going on in some of those homes.
0: Yeah. You know, you always have a few who say, well, we're just going to you know, take our chances here. And I heard the order come down this afternoon. If you haven't left, don't leave. You're going to put yourself at greater risk and rescue crews at risk. You have any idea of what kind of numbers we're talking about? How many people elected to stay, at least in your neck of the woods?
1: Uh, we, we really don't have that information right now. Uh, We know that the evacuation orders were given well in advance uh, from the governor's office uh, through our emergency management teams in Collier County and in Lee County. Um, And so it remains to be seen who decided to hunker down and stay behind. Uh, But the number one hope is is that people are safe. Number two, we need to get a lot of this water has to recede before we can really get on the ground and assess what's happened uh, with Hurricane Ian.
0: Yeah, I'm hearing 18, we heard 18, 20-foot swells. Um, this could be—I mean, this could be like Hurricane Andrew. I mean, they were talking about that for years. Later, we hope it's not that bad, but it's kind of looking that way.
1: Well, I think the difference between these two storms right now is property structures. Uh, people who were around during Hurricane Andrew, uh, it blew through just, just just about every house imaginable in Homestead, Florida. Uh, What we've done as a state since then is update our building code to withstand uh, these high intensity wind events that come through our state. And so if you look at building structures by and large in southwest Florida, they've looks like they've maintained their integrity for the most part. We'll see more as these assessments come. But what's new is the storm surge. What's new is the flooding. Uh, We've never seen flooding like this in southwest Florida. Um, So starting tomorrow, we're going to start doing those assessments locally and trying to get the resources to as many people as possible in southwest Florida. Uh,
0: Quickly about FEMA. You know, sometimes people think FEMA is this uh, magic organization that can do anything. And other times it comes in for Fierce criticism already. Uh, I've heard grumbling, you know, they weren't talking to the governor. And then finally, late last night, they did talk to the governor. President Biden checked in, courtesy call, probably symbolic. Uh, But these things, you know, they kind of matter. Overall, federal government, uh, how have they been in all this?
1: Well, listen, I got to tell you, I've seen, uh, especially with Hurricane Irma, some of the disjointed conversations. uh, From what I've seen, FEMA and our Florida Department of Emergency Management have been working incredibly well together, um, and that's really to the credit of the governor and the president. I think that uh, both men, um, you know, got to the business of what was going on with this storm. Uh, FEMA has been in contact with our, our local Department of Emergency Management. I was at FEMA headquarters today, uh, getting a briefing here in Washington. Um, those communication lines are wide open we 're sharing information resources are on the way. The thing now is about executing and finding out the the full amount of this devastation that this storm has left
0: uh, i 'm not really bringing up politics i 'm not there 's a, a lot going on, but are you at all concerned? You know, we are five weeks out actually from the midterms, the infrastructure um, surviving, the infrastructure. Is Florida gonna be ready for the, uh, for the midterms, which are pretty soon, early November?
1: Well, actually I think so. I think one of the things as a, state, as a state we continue to do, and we've been doing it for quite some time, is making sure that we actually invest in our infrastructure, specifically around water. Obviously we are a peninsula, Many parts of Florida are low-lying areas, so we've had to make the expenditures at the state level to make sure that our infrastructure was up to snuff. Um, So what we're going to see really over the next two days is what did we pay for out of the state legislature for so many years. I'm actually quite optimistic that our infrastructure will hold up. Uh, The issue that we've had is that Southwest Florida was already inundated with water before Hurricane Ian. And this hurricane brought so much more water into the area that you just couldn't hold. And so I think what we're hoping to see is that water dissipate overnight, uh, get out of these road areas, get out of getting out of homes so we can see the true damage assessment. But on an infrastructure standpoint, uh, we've done a tremendous job in our state, especially with water infrastructure. We've been doing that consistently and we're not going to stop now.
0: Congressman Byron Daniels, we so appreciate, Byron Donalds, so appreciate your presence on Newsmax always to be continued. And good luck to your district and to all of Florida. All right. Thank you. We go down to our reporter, Logan Parham. He is on the ground, uh, we believe, in Punta Gorda. And, uh, Logan, uh, what are you seeing around you? What's going on?
2: Hey, uh, so I'm pretty much middle of downtown Punta Gorda in a, uh, a parking garage, one of the big parking garages, uh, very central uh, we intercepted hurricane ian earlier uh we're still you know we're still dealing with him he's uh keeping us uh on our feet here because there's uh still some fairly decent hurricane force wind gusts that come in through on occasion but uh it got a little scary there for a while we actually uh this is another area that is very sort of that ground zero zone and uh it's been it's been very interesting so far and uh i'm actually having a call now on the Phone because I was doing FaceTime earlier, and there's no power. I mean, it's 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 definitely a mess.
0: Well, you seem to be taking taking it in stride. Uh, you do this a lot. You're a storm chaser. Uh, you, you said it was scary earlier. You've seen worse. Uh, compared to everything else you've seen, how does this one rate?
2: I'll be honest. This is this is probably the worst that I've seen.
0: Wow. All right. Uh, Logan, what about people? Are you the only one where you are, hopefully? I mean, you do this for a living, pretty much. Uh, Are people, did they stay where they shouldn't be? Is there a rescue uh, operation at this point anywhere? Um, Are people vulnerable?
2: Uh, I mean, right now, this this whole parking garage kind of became a a central sort of hub for any other uh, storm chasers and news reporters that were in in the Punta Gorda area, and um, right now we just have... Quite a few chasers and uh, some news reporters hunkering down. And uh, we'll be sleeping in the cars tonight because the roads are either flooded, completely blocked with debris, and uh, there's also a curfew in place down here. So, uh, yeah, uh, just a bunch of, uh, bunch of chasers and reporters will be sleeping in our cars and hoping for the best when uh, day breaks tomorrow.
0: Hey, real quick, when do those hours, uh, the curfew takes effect when? And when does it, uh, when is it released? Tomorrow? And you're not allowed to go out right now?
2: Um, yeah, I guess, uh, I, I'm not uh sh- percent sure on the timing. I just, I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, believe it's nine to six, 9, nine PM to 6 AM. And, uh, that's usually when they do it when big events like this happen. I am
0: looking but, at um, a huge thing coming down the block. I can't tell what the heck it is. It is. It looks like, uh, It looks like a tractor trailer just floating on by. I have no idea. Man, I have not seen anything like this. We've all seen this kind of video. I've only been through uh, one hurricane. doesn't look nearly as bad as this, and I was kind of on the outer edges. All right. Well, listen, we appreciate it very much. Uh, Please be safe, Logan, and uh, stay in touch, okay?
2: Thank you, guys, for sure. Much appreciated.
0: You bet. You bet. Let's take a look at those pictures again. Fort Myers, Naples, Marco Island. Uh, It goes on and on and on. Wishing everybody there the very best. This is uh, tough stuff. Hopefully people listened to authorities and got got inland, but not everybody did. All right, we'll be right back. Cops under fire. When they come under fire, it's deadly, not only for the cops. And God bless them. We have lost so many, especially over the past two years. It's insane what's happening. They have been so villainized, and the community they are serving often turns against them. One subsection of that community that will never turn against the cops, and the cops will never turn against them, children, young, beautiful children, often children of color who are being gunned down, and nobody seems to care. I do know this, the cops, they care very much. You're looking at Serenity Broughton and her sister, Aubrey, Serenity on the left is dead. She was seven years old, shot along with her sister, Aubrey, six again, who survived. It happened um, last year in Chicago. Their mother and father buckled them up into the backseat of a car. Another car drives up. Gunmen come out, start firing in their direction, and these two beautiful children are shot. It was, I'd like to say it shocked the nation. It didn't. It was just a... Uh, It was just another night of news.
3: Community leaders rallied tonight on the
4: northwest side
3: after a double shooting left a seven-year-old girl dead and her six-year-old sister in the hospital. The girls were shot while in a car on West Grand yesterday at three in the afternoon when someone in a black SUV began shooting. Chicago police say it happened at Grand and Merrimack around three this afternoon. That's when someone shot the two sisters multiple times. Their mom was loading them into their father's car.
0: Uh, the father, I believe, was also there, and you know what? Uh, <laughs> the o- evidence against the shooter was overwhelming, but Kim Fox, she's the uh, the prosecutor there. Kim Fox didn't quite see it that way. Now you got to remember this about Kim Fox: she heard Jesse Smollett's story and believed him, and believed him. Uh, police believe they found the shooter, and they had all the evidence they needed, but the district attorney declined to file charges. This is what the district attorney said at the time, Kim Fox. After a thorough review of the information presented to us by police, we concluded that the evidence was insufficient to meet our burden of proof to file murder charges at this time. Well, the police did not buy that. Not for a second. The evidence was overwhelming and they weren't going to let this woke incompetent district attorney stand in their way. They went right to the judge. They went to the judge themselves. Police officers, many of them white, by the way, went to the judge and said, there must be justice for these two amazing girls, Serenity and Aubrey. You know, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Too often for the Black Lives Matter movement, it's just when a, well, when a white cop takes the life of a black person, that's when a black life matters. Otherwise, Not so much. It's always this way with Kim Fox, a very, very difficult, problematic district attorney.
5: Take a look at this.
3: So far, looking out the windows on the second floor, we had a red shirt,
5: blackmail. Reports of a man shooting from a building, the gunfire, according to Chicago police, in response to four gunmen who appear to have mounted an organized assault on the home, frightening nearby residents like this woman who asked us not to use her name.
4: It don't make sense. Every day I hear somebody getting shot, killed a shot, a shot. It don't make sense.
5: It doesn't make
0: sense. It doesn't make And the tolerance for this stuff, the tolerance... Everybody seems to just accept it. Continues.
5: CPD's 25th District Tactical Officers responding quickly to the gun battle, with paramedics racing into this volatile scene to rescue victims. One wounded individual, believed to be an offender, rushed to West Suburban Hospital in Oak Park, where he was pronounced dead. Two victims from the house were taken to nearby hospitals as well. A third victim said to have driven himself to the emergency room, as Chicago police were able to safely evacuate a man, woman, and small child from the home on the 1200 block of North Mason in Chicago's Austin neighborhood. Black and blue charger. The attackers jumping back into their vehicles, fleeing the scene, according to witnesses. One vehicle later found abandoned and burnt at Chicago and Lockwood and the other vehicle, a dark blue Dodge Charger, crashing into an Oak Park gas station, the driver escaping on foot. It's, oh, it's a little bit confusing, uh, but a lot of laws were broken
0: and a lot of people are involved Yet the district attorney did not want to prosecute anybody. Yeah, here we go again with this uh, Fox person. Now, she cited something in the law called mutual combat, mutual combat. Now, that usually pertains to if two guys get into a fight in a bar and nobody else is hurt and nothing is broken, maybe they'll just leave it at that. But in this case, bullets flying around a community. She didn't want to charge anybody. It's absolutely unthinkable. And even... The mayor up there who let's face it has some issues, Lori Lightfoot, she said, What? This is this you gotta prosecute this case. She couldn't believe
5: it.
2: We have to understand how it's possible when this kind of shootout is captured on film that there were no charges of any person, even though people were brought into custody. I'm hard-pressed to think about what the additional evidence would be when it's all on capture and videotape. you got officers on the scene who have body cam and dash cam. What more is necessary? Whatever the other evidence is that needs to be gathered, the police department is going to be Johnny on the spot and make sure we get it. But this is, a, to me, a very compelling case.
0: compelling case. Uh, nothing really does seem to make sense anymore, right? Uh, overt, horrible crimes in the middle of the day, all kinds of witnesses, no prosecution. How about this? This guy getting released on bail 20 minutes later here in New York. Uh, Another instance, the man with the axe. You heard about this. This is more recent. (laughs) He goes on a rampage and didn't even spend the night in jail. I mean, that's it. He's given interviews now. Uh, We have another case, I believe. Oh, who remembers the Christmas tree that was set on fire outside of Fox? Uh, The man accused in that arson That malicious arson was held, again, for about 20 minutes before being let go. Wow. And what does Barack Obama say about people in power? What should they be thinking now?
4: To bring about real change, we both have to highlight a problem and make people in power uncomfortable. People in
0: power uncomfortable. You know, I'm all for giving it to elected leaders. But does he mean police. I mean, are they the powerful ones, right? It feels like, yeah, he wants the police to be uncomfortable. And they are. And their job is now harder than ever before. And people who are not powerful are very, very uncomfortable with this crime wave. It is now the number one issue in the midterms. And that's a good thing. Hey, let's face it. There was a complete and total overreaction to George Floyd pushed by Democrats. This guy, especially.
4: I also spoke to Gianna, George loves, George's young daughter again. When I met her last year, I've said this before, at George's funeral, I told her how brave I thought she was. And I sort of knelt down to hold her hand. I said, Daddy's looking down on you. he's so proud. She said to me that, I'll never forget it, Daddy changed the world. I told her this afternoon, Daddy did change the world.
0: I don't think he changed the world for the better. I really don't. I don't think he lived a, uh, a noble life. And everything that's happened since George Floyd, people, people have suffered. People have suffered. And politicians have exploited it.
5: I know that there are protests still happening in yes. major cities across
0: the United States. I just not seeing the reporting on it that I that right, I had that's right. for the first few weeks.
6: That's um, right. But they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. And that's they're not. This is a movement. I'm telling you, they're not going to stop. And, and everyone beware because they're not going to stop. It is going to they're not going to stop before Election Day in November and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up and they should not. And we should not. It's
0: kind of dangerous rhetoric if I want to be extra sensitive about it. She's really excited, though, about the uh, the electoral prospects, all the suffering that's happening everywhere. So the real legacy of this um, has been a less safe country for cops and for the community. And so many people now have been motivated, encouraged to disobey police, disobey lawful orders and poor people, often poor people of color are dying because they've been fired up by people like Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris to give it right back to the cops. Like this woman in Nashville, Tennessee, gets pulled over by the cops. She doesn't think they uh, have any right to pull her over. I mean, and where would she have gotten a crazy idea like that? Maybe by watching TV, huh? Well, She uh, gives the cop a hard time and eventually decides, nope, nope, I'm not having this, runs off, and uh, all hell breaks loose. Yeah, she gets stunned, but guess what? She has a gun in the car, and she shoots the cop. Bad, bad situation. She gets shot herself, but none of this would have happened had she just complied. And again, not complying seems to be all the rage these days. Here's another one in Michigan. A simple, routine traffic stop. And uh, the guy just doesn't think he has to uh, bother with this. What did I do? What did I do? He doesn't comply with any of the cops' instructions and then decides to run away. The cop catches up to him. There's a struggle. The man grabs the stun gun of the police officer and he gets shot. See this poisonous rhetoric that they're actually going for, that they're following? Because, well, everyone's saying it. It's getting people killed. That horrible situation at the Wendy's, cop tried to take care of this guy who was obviously intoxicated, tried to arrest him. Nope, you can't do that. I saw it on MSNBC. You guys are racist. You guys are uh, uh, vestiges of the slave patrol. He runs off, grabs their stun gun, and he gets shot. You're not allowed to grab a weapon from a cop. And if you use that weapon on a cop, they could be hurt. They could be killed. They have to defend themselves what else remember that silly lieutenant the army lieutenant he watched a little bit too much msnbc as well he didn't have to get out of the car according to him just sat there and things got really bad for him fortunately he's alive but he was pepper sprayed and all kinds of things of course the cops got in trouble this goes back there are millions of examples of this eric garner eric garner remember him Just decided, no, I can uh, do whatever I want, and you guys have no authority over me. They tried to effect an arrest because he was breaking the law. He was selling cigarettes on the sidewalk, and the stores didn't like that. He was breaking the law, so they tried to arrest him. Nope, you can't do that. He resisted. He later died. No one was prosecuted, by the way, because none of the cops broke the law. This stuff is leading to the death of young people of color, often, too often, and many other people. They've been encouraged by leftist politicians and uh, a silly media. And now forget life and death situations, just affecting a normal arrest for a police officer has become crazy. Here they are in the Bronx not too long ago. Uh, The community called the cops because they felt threatened by somebody. And then all these kids come out, start throwing rocks at them, making their job so difficult, so difficult. And by the way, this again was all, all political. Candace Owens. Oh, my God, she is a superstar. She saw this coming even before George Floyd because she's seen it happen before. Did you ever see this?
6: Bottom line is that white supremacy, racism, nas- white nationalism, words that once held real meaning, have now become nothing more than election strategies. Every four years, the black community is offered handouts and fear. Handouts and fear. Reparations and white nationalism. This is the Democrat preview.
0: Amazing. Amazing. But now you say white supremacy enough, people see it everywhere, even when it doesn't exist. And... Poor cops! My goodness gracious! Now this is a sequence we're going to play it in a moment. Uh, you'll notice cops are from all over the world in this sequence. I see a Muslim police officer. I see a Sikh. Anyway, an individual thinks he knows all about these cops and takes them on in the most disgusting way.
3: They ready, look. Locked <laughs> up. They ready, boy. And bring that asses home. They ready. I get your doof out of here. Shut up. I get your little stupid ass out of here. I'll beat the s*** out of you. I'll beat the s*** out of you, little no dude You can't beat me. Poppy! Look at me! Poppy! Poppy, look! Look, I'ma f with you, Poppy! Look, I'ma f with you. Look, I'ma f with you. I'ma f with you.
0: (laughs) This is not a prudent thing to do, to taunt and harass a big group of police officers. Well, uh, it's disgusting, but it's about to get a little bit funny.
3: You can't beat me. You're too small. Look, you got a little mustache. I'll f*** you up. You know that, right? I will beat your ass. Look, look. But like he got his little stick. He got his look. Look, look at him. He got his stick. You gonna put his helmet down? I'll beat that out you. You know that? Do you know that? But with just me and you, I will f you up badly. You hear me? I will f you up something different. And it's cool that they all hold you down. That you feel that you pull your little stick out and your helmet out. But if it was just me and you. I will beat this out you. You hear me? Your DNA will be under my sneaker, mother. Fucker. You hear me? A lot of you can't with us, but it's cool because I have a cool the blue gang, and it's cool. Don't touch
0: me! Don't touch me! Did you hear that? Don't touch me! Well, don't threaten police. And when he said that thing about DNA, it was worded like a threat. What these guys have to be put up with. It is amazing, but it's been encouraged by the media and the woke left. Disgusting. When we come back, Rudy Giuliani will be joining us. Rudy Giuliani helped put a stop to the insanity when he was mayor of New York City. He did so much. He saved so many lives and he could again if they listened to him. We'll be right back.
5: It's our America. We built it. Courage, freedom. Millions go to Newsmax when they need to know. Start today on the free Newsmax app. Newsmax is real news for real people. You
0: know, sometimes people forget that Rudolph Giuliani was an amazing federal prosecutor, a legend. I mean, Few prosecutors people really remember decades later, who Thomas Dewey, um, Elliot Ness, special type of crime fighter, but Rudy Giuliani, gosh, the contributions he made. Uh, New Yorkers liked him so much, they made him mayor where he helped transform crime fighting and saved thousands and thousands of lives, thousands, countless really. And now the city, unfortunately, has gone back to the bad old days. This footage of that woman being beaten at the airport and the guy beating her. Oh, by the way, killed his grandmother back in the 1990s. And uh, here we are once again. Mayor Giuliani, welcome back to the show. How are you? And uh, can wow. you believe it? I didn't think it would no. happen. We've gone back.
6: I can't uh, I can't watch that. I mean, that's uh, how many times have you or I been at that LaGuardia Airport place? We know exactly where it is, right out in the open, hitting a woman like that. I mean, I, I honestly thought, I'm sure everyone at the time thought this was over. I mean, we knew we were going to have crime, but not this kind of epidemic form of frightening, bold uh, crime where a, a, a partic- particular emphasis on elderly people, it seems. I, 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 can't, I can't believe how many I've seen where elderly people have been hit in the head, banged in the head. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, we have a combination, mayor and governor, who make it worse rather than better. They put the criminals back out on the street. And uh, from, from a point of view of the police, I, I or your father or many other people could give you 10 police strategies to solve this. But none of them would work if the criminals got put back out on the street. There's no there's no police strategy that solves. I catch a murderer and the judge has to put the murderer back out on the street.
0: Well, let's go through that. And By the way, let's emphasize again. And for those who don't live in New York, this was a safe city. This 20 was 20 a- years,
6: uh, Greg, 20 20- years, not not two days and not just me. It was me and then, you know, Mike Bloomberg and, and, uh, and Ray Kelly. So we, it was 20 years. And even de Blasio for the first two, three, four years kind of had the the benefit of that Uh, because it's hard to ruin something that was that. And I'm going to say it, you know, that almost perfect from the point of view of I don't think law enforcement has ever been at that higher level except during that 20-year period. So it took a while to take it down, but they sure as heck have taken it down.
0: So you say no police strategy can fix this if they're going to let criminals out as quickly as they do, uh,
6: doesn't that make common sense? I mean, that make, in it, fact, it, if anything, it eventually uh, is going to erode the police. It's let me run erode- this by
0: you though. But let's do me a favor, put your lawyer's hat on. I mean, the there's got to be something else. Like the guy with the axe who gets paroled twenty minutes later—not paroled, but released on uh, twenty minutes later. There's got to be something in the law. I've seen the books. They're big. They're complex. These judges have to be able
6: to find something, some pretext. There absolutely are. I mean, the judge could make all kinds of exceptions based on equity and see if the Court of Appeals won't uphold it. There's no reason to cave into this. But look, you know, uh, before uh, the legislature did this, my problem with the judges, I had to change a group of judges that set people free. I don't remember... If you remember the name set him loose, Bruce, during the era, I mean, he had a long string of criminals that he let go. Uh, this is not new. It's just much worse now. And it's systemic. The police have to continue to make the arrests. I'm not saying that. If anything, it creates the political uh, desire, the need, the imperative to change this. This is going to get changed. I don't know how many more people they're going to let die before it changes, but this is going to get changed. It's going to get changed in spite of Hochul, in spite of Adams, in spite of Biden, in spite of the left left wing criminal loving lunatics. Well, let's talk about you say the police are.
0: they must make the arrests. But but. I mean, I can understand what they call the Ferguson effect, you know, backing off because the public, a good chunk of them are not supportive. They break out the cell phone cameras. They want to get somebody in trouble. Uh, They start getting rocks and bottles thrown at them. City council wants to uh, throw them in jail. They're criminally uh, uh, vulnerable. I mean, uh, so we can't put this all on cops, can we? I mean, they're human beings. They're not robots. Of course they're human
6: beings. I mean, uh, a Uh, A few of them are bad and uh, uh, quite a bit more are just tremendous heroes that will just do their job no matter what. But most of them are regular human beings. And I had I know this firsthand back in the 80s when I was U.S. attorney and violent crime in the city was kind of out of control. And I worked with the police because I had them in my task forces. And they would tell me all these stories about how, you know, cops who wanted to be safe would wait until the robbery was over. Now I look at response times and I see them up two minutes. I know why those response times are up two minutes. It's not, not because the cars aren't working right, but we have too few police. A lot of cops are waiting. If I go in on a robbery right in the middle of it, I gotta, somebody's gonna get shot and I may make a mistake and they're gonna put me in jail for the rest of my life even if I just make a mistake. If I come in on a robbery after it's over, I'm just a scribe. I write down the names of who got shot, who didn't get shot, and what happened. And you look at that response time. When that response time isn't around, oh, maybe seven minutes, six and a half. Now it's up to nine, ten. Some of it is, some of it is lack of police. I don't know how few police we really have. Uh, we took a billion dollars out of the police department. Nobody talks about it. Adams never put it back. Hochul never put it back. They defunded the police. They are working with a defunded New York City Police Department. Yeah. Somebody should tell the truth. I've heard you, I've heard you, I've heard your dad say that. I've heard Howard to say that. I haven't heard anybody else say that. Wow. And he's a defunded police department by. Well, now he just cut it again. He cut the police and he's going to put. Uh, what is it? He's asking for 400 million for the for the immigrants.
0: We have a total incompetent. He is a total, total incompetent as mayor. And uh, there's got to be a great awakening. I don't know how we're gonna get out of this, but we this are could be worse than the. <laughs> he's ten times worse. Mr. Mayor, <laughs> you were fantastic oh. to be continued, sir. We'll be right back.
5: Is that that the fake fake news News just just doesn't doesn't get it, it, do
0: they? I'm not feeling it right now. It needs work. I'll be back with that tomorrow night. In the meantime, uh, Joe Biden is just not good on the world stage. He needs to charm sometimes, even people we don't like, even people we don't like. If you want to get something from them, sometimes you got to be nice. I know it feels good to say this, and I might even agree with it, but it doesn't work. It's not as effective as he
4: thinks. And it is Putin, it is Vladimir Putin who is to blame, period. Putin has shattered peace in Europe and attacked the very, very tenets of rule-based order. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power. He's really painted
0: himself in a box there, hasn't he? And his national security advisor, I'm sorry, this guy's a wimp, Jake Sullivan. Listen to uh, how he frames it
6: all. Uh, Vladimir Putin remains intent, as you just heard from President Biden, on wiping out the Ukrainian people, uh, that he does not believe that Ukraine should have a right to exist. So he's going to keep coming. And we have to keep coming with weapons, ammunition, intelligence and all the support we can provide to the Ukrainians as they defend their land, Mm -hmm. their freedom and their democracy.
0: I'm not really arguing with that. I'm not. But I've heard it now for six months, seven months. How long has it been? What about talk of peace? No one's talking about peace. No one's talking about ending this thing somehow, right? Aren't we supposed to have high-level peace talks somehow, somewhere? You know who brought it up? President Trump. Yes, he did. Somebody needs to be talking about it. And, of course, he's doing it. Take a look at what he put out on Truth Social. I, uh, all right, it's a big statement. We we'll divided that up into three so we can read it easier. U.S. leadership should remain calm, cool, calm, and dry on the sabotage of the Nord Stream pipelines. Oh, yeah, that's a big thing. This is a big event that should not entail a big solution, at least not yet. What else? The Russia-Ukraine catastrophe should never have happened and would definitely not have happened if I were president. Americans totally agree with him, by the way. Do not make matters worse with a pipeline blow up. All right. Next. Be strategic. Be smart. Brilliant. Get a negotiated deal done now. Both sides need and want it. The entire world is at stake. I will head up group? Why not, huh? Why not? Peace. 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 No one's talking about peace except him. And I'm glad he did. It must be mentioned. And Joe Biden, you know, could he pull this off? No, he doesn't know what's going on, did you? This was pretty sad, pretty bad. Oh, boy, Joe. Watch.
4: Representative, Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was going to be here to help make this a reality.
0: All right, some nutrition event. Representative Jackie, Jackie, is she here? She must be somewhere else. She's dead. She died, a congresswoman from Indiana. I remembered on the news, she wasn't famous, but when she died, it was a big deal. This is ABC
5: 57 News with breaking news.
0: ABC 57 following
2: the tragic breaking news on that deadly crash that killed Indiana 2nd District Congresswoman Jackie Walorski and three others today. Indiana Congresswoman Jackie Walorski and two of her staffers, Emma Thompson and Zachary Potts, were killed in a car crash in
4: northern Indiana on Wednesday. And members of Congress are grieving one of their own this morning, flags at half staff at the Capitol in honor of Republican Congresswoman Jackie Walorski.
0: All right, so Everybody knows she died, except Joe. At that event, he's looking for the congresswoman who would have been there if she were still alive had she not died in the summer. This is bad. You can't have this from a president of the United States. So it was brought up today to the White House staff at the press uh, briefing. Okay, what's the explanation here? This is only making matters worse.
3: the late congresswoman
5: was top of mind for the president and her family was expected to be here. And that's what he was thinking about. What, what was he looking for? I'm not, I'm not trying to be snarky here.
2: As he was naming folks, he she was on top of mind and he understands and knew that she was he was going to see uh, her family on Friday uh, to, for this bill signing. Uh, again, I don't think it's all that unusual.
0: Well, can you just say he made a mistake? Why can't they ever do that? Why don't they do that in Washington? They and. It really does get worse. She just digs the deeper hole for everybody.
1: I'm to ask
2: you to go one more time back to the question about Congresswoman Woldorski. I'm not sure why. Why? Why, why? one I mean, more time? Frankly, honestly, I think the memory of the Congresswoman and history requires some clarity here. Um, hmm. Can you explain where the mistake was made? Did the pres- was the president confused? Was something written in the teleprompter that he
0: didn't recognize? Can you just help us understand what happened? I mean, you're
2: jumping to a lot of conclusions.
0: Seen, no, seen, but seen you're. But, but what I, here. I.
2: No, I hear you, Stephen. I'm. I'm answering the question. That you're jumping to a lot of conclusions. I just answered the question. If I had said, se- if that had been the case.
0: All right. You know what? That. Again, That's just that. say he may had a moment. He forgot she died. A lot of folks didn't even know who she was. To be honest, let's be honest. All right. And you're not supposed to know who every member of Congress is. It's okay. So uh, but they can't do that. They can't do it. Just why not? Be real. Be yourself. Well, maybe you can't be yourself. I don't know. Give me a
1: moment. I'll be right back. Oh,
0: wow. Look at this Uh, in Florida. We got this. Benny Johnson just retweeted this uh, and, and Jason Brewer originally posted it. Yikes. Can you imagine staying there for the storm? I hope these people are going to be okay. We'll know more in the morning. Ah, gosh. You know, it really is important who we elect to these local spots, okay? Because we see disaster. We have a disaster as the mayor. Man, this guy, (laughs) way high on his own supply, and he doesn't have much of a supply.
5: He's not smart.
3: It's not up to me to dictate to countries on uh, what I'm going to do. It's up to me to ask them, you know, what do you need? Well, what is he talking about? Dictate the
0: country. It's not up to... By the way, doesn't he look a little bit like a dictator? I mean, with those sunglasses? Who does that? Who does that? He went to Dominican Republic, all the way to Dominican Republic, to find out what they needed in the aftermath of the hurricane. Guess what they need? Generators. Could have found that out online, or a phone call, or reading the newspaper. Anyway, this guy is really, really taken with himself. Mayor Adams, Eric Adams, he seems to think he's the emperor of the world. He's not. He's not a
3: serious person. He's not smart. You've had a lot of mayors that did the waltz, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. I do the boogaloo. I salsa. <laughs> you know, so don't don't if you want to get through these next three years and three months, don't try to script me.
0: Oh, Ay, yeah, yeah. weirdo narcissist, full of himself, and again, no ability whatsoever. The only silver lining here is he just gave it away. He's got three years and three months left. That would mean he's a one-term mayor. And I just may have to see
3: to that. Next. I don't know what I'm doing every night. You know, I don't know what I'm doing after dinner. I'm not I don't know what I'm doing after having a cigar. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> he just he's just having a good time. That's what he's
0: doing having a good time on city time, on our dime. And it's it's very sad. A city that was once led by Mike Bloomberg, Ed Koch, um, Mayor Giuliani. This guy, totally unworthy. And speaking of unworthy, Joe Biden. Look, we have our differences, Joe, but I'm going to give you a tip. This joke that you're always telling people, don't jump. It's not funny. It's just strange. Stop doing it.
4: Cancer patients, survivors, caregivers, and don't jump from up there, okay? Thank you, Mr. Secretary. Don't jump. You guys are used to jumping. Don't jump. Thank you. God bless you. God bless America. And don't jump. Hello, Cleveland. <laughs> don't jump. Don't jump. Don't jump. Don't jump. Nobody has ever laughed when he
0: says that. When he says that, everybody, what's he talking about? Does somebody want to do something? Anyway, please take it from me. All right. My last word of advice for you,
5: Joe. I'll be right back. Information. Truth. Is freedom. Is Newsmax. It's real news for real people.
0: Hey, many thanks. Good luck to the folks in Florida. More tomorrow. I'll see you then. Thank you.